Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Bump, for the weekend this. The podcast that you need to listen to. The podcast that you need to listen to. One for the weekend. With the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whenever. Yeah. It's the mic. It's the mic. Oh, it's the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you tap, you can't hear it. That's why the sponge. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't look like a mic, but no, you, you're, you're fine with it as long as it's not too. Much. That's that man Davies on the other screen. Yeah. Telling you, he's not going to win the league. Yeah, <laughs> you were on the kickoff with him, weren't you, last week? Was it? Yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, that was stressful. And he was like, he was like, believe. He was like, believe. And Jamel was like, no, <laughs> I will not believe. Ashley Young is playing. In the oh, game. exactly. Um, stress. What a podcast gets better every time. Rory was a quality guest. Keep it up, lads. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, there's another one. What? Oh, yeah. Some people are kind. Uh, keep up the great work, guys. This is hands down the best football channel on YouTube, IMO. In my opinion. In my opinion. I know. <laughs> I know <laughs> IMO. <laughs> what, some, IMO. What, you don't say laugh out loud? You go LOL. Yeah, yeah but you don't say it. You, well, you, you need to finish. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I prefer Ball Street to Sky Sports News as well. Four thumbs up. Four thumbs up. Four thumbs up Four. emojis. Four. Not, yeah. Oh, whoops. They're rolling already. Yeah. Oh, 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 they're recording. <laughs> yeah, they're recording. Oh, 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 oh. Just said. That's embarrassing. Damn it. Just interesting there how we read out positive comments. Yeah. We read out positive comments. Is that rare? What's interesting. No, I was just thinking. <laughs> that seems like if you put a positive... So, if you're watching this video and you put a positive comment down, you've probably got more chance of someone reading it. And if you listen to us as a podcast, you can join us on YouTube on the Ball Street channel, youtube.com forward slash Ball Street. Today we're joined by Jamal Five. What? Feels like this should be some kind of. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. Great as well, please. Thank you. Ambience. Dabbing there. Right. See that, Flav? You're not, not a fan of the dab, are you? I just think I'm too old. Yeah. yeah you're never and too old to dab, man. I'm 36. So you think I'm too Actually, old? Actually, you know what? Hold it yeah. there. Yeah. Just, uh, just, yeah, just steady. Steady. Uh, so you're 15. <laughs> Imagine well, that. Well, you know, 1 5. I, I, I don't discuss my age. Like, I like to let people guess. Yeah. But you've got a beard, yeah, but I'm 11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, three word Wembley Cup reviews. Jamel 1 5 played in the Wembley Cup. This it did year. for hashtag. Um, was injured, so, mm-hmm. and he's a hashtag player, which is, yeah, we can get onto as well. Mm. But I, what I wanted to do straight away, okay. 
three word reviews on the ex-pros that played in the Wembley Cup. No messing, okay? Okay. Let's kick off with Robbie I can, Savage. I can use three words, right? Mm-hmm. Robbie Savage. On, let's go, and this is performance. Performance. Um, absolutely class. Really? Yeah. No, wait, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely class. class, yeah. Savage. Yeah, no, Savage was class. Yeah, there you go. Okay. See, because he's, he's, wrong he was, he's, he's generally, he's such a really nice guy as well. And he, but he was he, brutal in the game. Yeah, exactly, because he's a savage. <laughs> yeah. He, he lives up to the name, you know, he's not... He, that is yeah. a good name for him, isn't it? It's like it's out of a little comic book. Yeah. It's like a, he's like a wrestler, isn't it? It's a great surname to have. Savage. I, 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 he comes to a lot of stick because of his personality, and he's, he was over—he uh, was exuberant on the pitch. Overzealous. And his hair would fly all, all over the place, and he'd get stuck in without really having the minerals to back it up. Mm. But he was a really good and effective footballer. Yeah, yeah it was an equaliser, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Well, not really. In the end. <laughs> but um, Steven Gerrard, what a name! Can I go? Not Frank Lampard. Oh, or Frank Lampard light. <laughs> nice. out there. Wow. What are your three word review from the Wembley Cup? Just. He's a legend. He's a legend. He's just he talking he about just, how quick he he's was. He's fast, it? mate. He's just. I think he's retired now, and when the ball was passed to him over 10, 15 yards, he was just off. Just gone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like he's moving, but he's he's barely off. And I'm not slow, so I'm getting up, catching up with him. And before the ball's got into his feet, he already knows where the ball's going. Yeah. So by the time I've got to him, the ball's gone, and he's there just getting in his next position. I'm thinking, yeah. this is him now. Imagine when he was in his, in his, in his good times. Well, that's the thing. In his last year, the thing was, he hasn't got any pace anymore, yeah. and he was kind of playing that quarterback role, and he couldn't get out of trouble Yeah, because he didn't have the, the game's, pace. The game's gone a lot faster, I think, ah. but at the same time, he's, he's quick. He's, it's not like you haven't played football to a decent level. You've in uh, youth, youth books in Bristol City, won't you? Yeah, yeah. so I, I've, I've played at quite a, a high level at, in football as well so being on the pitch with him and just appreciating you know he does the basics very well and obviously yeah. he's, he's a world class player anyway but mm. he's just he's phenomenal man. yeah he's, he's not he's not quite skulls but he's right. phenomenal mate, oh wow we, look, well, I've got a question on that <laughs> Jamel is a, a Man United fan so we're going to get into Man United versus Spurs this weekend going from uh, phenomenal mm-hmm. perfect link Robbie Fowler I think on the day I don't think it was Robbie's day <laughs> That's so political. Say it. what you said off camera. <laughs> I, just, I think <laughs> say uh, what you said off camera. Was, uh, <laughs> not my words, but I think he was kind of useless on the day. Yeah. Didn't really wow. do much. Um, he, can I have three words for his career? Sure. Waste of talent. Wow! wow. Not a Liverpool subscriber. They're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go. No, <laughs> that's wrong. One of the most talented players. He went of his time, of course, he was cracking. What is that? Jimmy Wilson, you see the amount of profit he's got. I know, he's been he's very he's isn't he like the richest like one of the richest yeah. English footballers he's yeah. I remember but all jokes aside when I was a kid watching Fowler play it was frightening when every time Liverpool turned up and Fowler you, you knew if he got an opportunity to score yeah, it would be in the back of the net exactly where it was such, such a brilliant player do you know what I find amazing about Roy Fowler I'll probably get hammered for this is that I, he was he was I watched him and I think you're, you're finished yeah. And he played for like eight years <laughs> after that. <laughs> he was finished at like, like it wasn't his fault. Of course, he hurt his knees and stuff yeah. like that. But he was finished like when he went to Leeds. He should have finished. Yeah, he, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? where you thought he should have finished, he didn't finish. He would just go to Man City and yeah. then Blackburn Rovers, and then he'd go pop up in Australia. He just, just wouldn't let it go. I think that just showed. He loved the game. He got to yeah, a level yeah. where he didn't need his pace anymore. He kind of just knew where to be, mm. yeah, and then when yeah. he did get a chance, he just put it away. I mean, yeah. Incredible finisher, absolutely. Yeah. And an opponent for the uh, the, the yeah, no, yeah. I call that the pigeon run because in pigeon run they have those on their noses. So every yeah. time I think of like Robbie Fowler, I always think of pigeons. I don't know. Some of our younger <laughs> pigeon run. Chicken. 
kicking Ronaldo at Mooney's. Some of our younger listeners or, or viewers might not remember Ro- Robbie Fowler used nasal to wear a steric strip. strip. Was it a nasal yeah, strip? Yeah, it was. And it would o- apparently open the airwaves so that yeah, he could then, breathe better. And Vieira put the, um, the, the Vic on his chest. Well, yeah, this is a great one. It looked like an I- the issue from a man. Amazing. Things lost in football. Let us know in the <laughs> comments below. Vicks paper up unnecessary amounts of Vicks paper up on Oliveira every every game. It, just, it, was, it was it was actually the size of a size three football. Yeah, yeah flat, right and there. it was just stuck to his chest. It's not so uncomfortable. It helps him helps him breathe. Do you know what, Do you know what that shows as well? And we were talking about this off camera as well. Is at the end of the day, these guys are just they're just blokes. And what's happened in the change room? Vieira's walked in and he's got he's gone. I'm going to do this. And so Freddie Youngberg's gone. Oh, I bet that. Okay, so I'm going to steal that. Well. Yeah. <laughs> That's Patrick Vieira. Yeah, he's doing it. Some people probably got, is that Vaseline? Or, I'll go with Vaseline. Is it yeah, Vaseline? Everyone just rubbing what? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. Lard, margarine, yeah, yeah, yeah. flora, clover. They've all got their own little tub. Thinking it's, thinking it's the first one. Vieira's done it, so am I as well. I love that. Any other thing? What other little things are there? Do you know what there isn't anymore? And the ankle bit of shit. Yeah, he got banned no in it, something like anymore. that. Because Ronaldo used to do it when he first joined United, didn't he? Where he had that thing just on top. So you could always tell from a distance, oh, that's Ronaldo there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not in the game anymore, is when, it? When, when, you, when you played for Bristol City in, the, in their ranks and whatnot, did you... Would you... Because some players prefer not to wear shin pads. Like when yeah, I, some players would, like... Oh, some, in training? Like, in matches. Is it, is it legal? You have to... You're, no, you, you have to wear shin pads, but a lot of players would just buy kids' ones. Like, the small... Because they find them really heavy in yeah, the way. So as long as you've got them on, there's mm-hmm. no laws saying what size they need to be. Yeah. So a lot of players would have, like, really, really small ones. I know Adebayo used to wear, like, kids' ones. Like, his were, like... Yeah, and his shin bones are huge. Yeah, and he'd have them, like, all the way up, like, just around here. So when... Like, uh, so all those exposed. Yeah, when, cool. when, when we played... Uh, when Bull Street played Hashtag FC, our first ever game... Um, I forgot my shin pads and they said no one's allowed on without shin pads so I got the cardboard I've so done that before I've done the cardboard yeah, yeah. a little bit of cardboard from uh, the back of a notepad yeah there. oh yeah evening, evening standard other newspapers are available just rip them up <laughs> fold them up pop just them put in, it in yeah. Yeah. as long as something's there you know yeah. can't argue uh, Emil Heskey the guy is solid he's just solid <laughs> that was good that was pretty good was it? No, it's solid. <laughs> that's just not solid. no the guy Heskey is solid three words for you there yeah. you go he went I w- down for the penalty though didn't he? I think so, but I remember I was marking at a corner and I won the header, but I tried to bounce off him to get me. He didn't move. <laughs> Honestly, I jumped and he just, it was just, I was like, Jesus, I won it. Me, I was like, bloody hell. Yeah. What are you, you doing? You met Haskin. Yeah, yeah, we did a podcast, Long Ball Street podcast yeah. early in the season. It was lovely, yeah. What, what nice a guy. lovely, lovely yeah. man. Yeah, he is. Like, he's like a big, t- like, cuddly bear. Like, yeah. you don't want to hurt him. Yeah. But he'll hurt you. He, he was definitely, he gave, he gave Spurs kittens when we played against him. Terrible. He, do you know, as an England player, I, people hated him. I really liked him as an England player. He did well for England. When he was in the mood, he was frightening. Yeah. But sometimes he, I think he was a bit too teddy bearish. He mm. didn't kind of have that Spot. anger. Spot. Yeah. Uh, David James. He's just a decent guy, isn't he? He's a bit weird, but he's a decent guy. Like I remember <laughs> when, when the game that. started, uh, Martin Keown and the rest of them were sat on this side, and David James was like shouting banter. And no one was laughing. <laughs> really? But it was—it was kind of like it's like he, he doesn't really know quite know what what, what to say when <laughs> to say it at the right time and what yeah. isn't isn't appropriate. So. True. Or on his Twitter, yeah. yeah exactly. And William Gallas, really nice. Yeah, he came in late because Rio Ferdinand pulled out, but he's just a really nice guy. So, like he was just encouraging to everyone. And Still at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was very much in the game. He wanted to play and he was trying to win. And you know, can I say, he just doesn't care. 
He played for Chelsea, Chelsea Arsenal, Arsenal, and Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has no loyalty to. He doesn't need to. He's not. He's one France to me. He doesn't. You know I, what I mean? I, I fully appreciate. Did the Petit play for Arsenal and Chelsea? Yeah, that's true. But I, and then you know, Paul Ince played for Man United and Liverpool. Do you yeah. think it almost it was negates the anger that you get initially by the initial traitorship? Well, by, yeah, yeah. By yeah. re-traitoring. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. well I've already it's done it's it now. That, yeah. It's not that I hate you, it's just I don't care. It's much easier to accept it. He doesn't yeah, give a shit yeah. about us, yeah. so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. specifically at me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like he's kissed the bad several times. You know what, I'm going to go to the enemy. So Jamel is a fan ambassador on the Fan League app. Fan League is a app where you can decide or try to decide uh, the, the end result of 13 English football uh, games. Um, each week, uh, we've had a different guest for the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Ian McIntosh is winning at the moment with 9 out of 13. Well, joint first with Statman Dave. Rory, wow. Four out of 13 last week. <laughs> wow. Incredible, incredible stuff. So we will see what Jamel gets uh, next week. And hopefully, that's tough. You've got to get 10 to get, get on the leaderboard. So far, I've been, it's all been 8, 9, 10s. Eight, nine, yeah, we've so, been looking solid. So yeah, that's so, good. You know, I ten just, last week. Yeah, ten last Happy week. So I'm, I'm thinking. Do you have any kind of strategy with this? When it comes to the bigger teams, I usually tend if it's if it's a big team versus a big team. So let's say uh, Man United, Spurs, I tend to go for a win on both ends, no right, draw. So yeah, and then um, the mid-table teams and things like that. I usually I usually pick one winner and then a draw because that's more likely. Um, if the lower percentage team. It's, it's like a one minus one percent. Then I'm like, yeah, you're not going to win. I'll just, it's a draw. Yeah. Or win kind of I've got my twenty percent home team sway. So, for example, looking at the games this week, uh, Norwich Derby, right? I'm not really sure he's winning. That. It's the championship. They're both like, I mean, Norwich are doing okay at the moment. So I'm going to go home, home, home teams to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that. Um, Do you know the way I play family? Go on. I don't use any hedges. I'll go pure. Yeah, you're pure. Yeah, I'm, going, I'm purest. I'm yeah. purest. I'm see how well I do. Yeah. Not cheating the system. Yeah. It's not cheating the well, system. It's it's a little bit like playing, playing the game. Playing the odds. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Sorry, not cheating. Playing the odds because it's part of the rules. You can't hedge. Because yeah, yeah. You like to get your you like to get your fan league balls out. I'm gonna get slam them on the side. <laughs> I'm gonna get 13, 13 results without hedges. I'm gonna be the yeah, first person mate, to ever do. That'll be epic. Yeah, if that'll you do epic. that, yeah. Um, I've completed it. If I do that. If you want to get involved in the one for the weekend league uh, or the Jamal One Five League, there's two leagues. Uh, you're in our league as well. Um, then you can do so. Uh, all you gotta do is download the app. It's in the description. Go and do that right now. Come and get involved. It's very good. Very good fun. And you get good, good stats on what you've been doing each week and yeah. stuff like that you compete against other teams as well and we've got, we got, we got a chat for our, our league as well come yeah, talk to true. us um, remember though once you join up add James Alcott to, as, as your friend I just uh, like friends, yeah, like friends. <laughs> this whole exercise is bollocks <laughs> just, just so I can get some more friends so if you'd like to be my friend hit like on this uh, YouTube video and then and that's the only way you can find the league so if you go in there without finding become a friend of James Alcott and he hooks you up and I st- invite straight back so quick yeah. just like, I just wanna, I've got a friend he's like I've got it on the, on the, on the line yeah. you just need to reel that mother in <laughs> my, 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 my favourite is Kieran in the office he's looking at his fan league app and, uh, and he'll get a friend request from someone he doesn't know and he's like Hmm. <laughs> Suspicious, and then he goes, yeah, "No, decline." Yeah, yeah. I don't want you. To. I don't Selective. know this person. What do Selective. they want? Prove yourself to me. To yeah. um, right, uh, let's get into it. Loads to talk about. Soldiers lost in battle. Got some great soldiers lost in battle this week, which I'm excited to, to talk about. Uh, if you haven't watched to the end of the podcast before, you need to stick around for Soldiers Lost in Battle. It's the saddest stories in football, and it's bloody good. Yeah, it's the best, best bit of the pod. Um, but we've got to talk about Man United versus uh, Spurs. 
uh, to Mel, you're a Man United fan. Yes. Um, I watched you on the kickoff with <coughs> Geordie, and uh, you weren't best pleased. No, was the result I, last week. I, I said before we we even went live that I don't think didn't have it, it was it was such an easy picture to win that I knew we wouldn't win. You know, I, mean, I just thought it was Huddersfield, and I thought, yeah, we should steamroll this The expectation's team. so high. It was so hard, I was like, yeah, we're going to make this difficult, and then we lost. I was like, yeah, I've not been surprised. Yeah. And, was it, and then, you know, Dave was there, just like, you know, God, I was like, no, mate. Ashley Young's on the bloody pitch. You went into, like, a real... I just kind of just lost... I was, yeah. <laughs> I, was, uh, I called it in my family yeah, page. I'm so proud. <laughs> cool. I went. This happens each year. There's, there'll be a newly promoted team cause a shock, uh, and you saw it last week. Mourinho's pretty, pretty harsh on the uh, on the team. Um, let's go back a little bit. You talking about Paul Scholes there? Mm-hmm. Who is your favourite Man United player of all time? Uh, I've got like I've got because I think like QPR is like I've got a few right. Yeah. But it's not like jam packed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right? Man United have got so many, so, like, not even just like, oh, he's a nice guy and he seems to work hard. Players who've won everything, done everything. Yeah. So it must be really tough to have like, a player. Yeah, like, uh, as a kid, it was Ryan Giggs and Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, and then as well, Bex is up there. I met Bex when I was at Bristol City. Um, uh, we came down to Bristol because I think it was something to do with a football academy or something, and I met him. He's like, about there on me kind of thing so you expect him to be kind of like yeah but he's not Beckham do you? I do yeah like Beckham had this kind of you know like he was so I've got this weird thing right with with, with Spurs even though I'm 36 I look at all the players and they're they're all older than me like Harry Winks I know he's 12 right I know that <laughs> but in, he's like an idol of mine and he's half my age yeah <laughs> it's a weird one but sorry go on, go on. <laughs> you do find it difficult and you do have moments you go should I really be judging this guy he's only like he's only 20 yeah. years old yeah. but you also on the other side of it you can be 18 years old and go go on son yeah. to a 35 year old yeah, yeah. Which is odd. this is true that's a very good point hmm. so David Beckham um, Beckham's um, obviously he smell incredible I imagine you would I'm not sure he was surrounded, like, without saying this in a creepy way, he was surrounded by kids. So, like, like I got in, I got my T-shirt signed, spoke to him, and then was off. But really, really friendly person. Like, very, very just very welcoming. Um, in my head, you, you were pushing kids out of the way. And you were this size. Six-year-old children wrapping them by the sides of reds. I've always been kind of big, so, like, people saw me in a kind of shit. Kind of thing. So I think people thought I was secure. Yeah, I wasn't. But I use it to my advantage. Yeah, good. So Beckham's up there. Uh, Skulls, Giggs. Um, but if you have to pick one, or you die. If I pick one, or I die, Ryan Giggs. Giggs, eh? Yeah, mate. Despite, despite the other bits that he's that, done. Yeah, despite yeah. the bits that didn't happen, did happen, we can't talk about because, you know, he's got a allegedly, great team. Allegedly, allegedly. Can't talk about it. You know. Like, won't. <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about it. But, um, yeah. Would you ever want him as manager? Give it to Giggs. Give it to Giggs. No, no, no. This is amazing. This, this reaction happens. I do a podcast, Great Touch for a Big Lad, check it out. And Craig, who's a Stoke City fan, we were talking about uh, Ryan Giggs and saying, oh, it must be tough for him being, you know, he's, he's been at Man United and he hasn't got that kind of, uh, that helpful advantage of playing, playing for like six teams. And so that puts him in the frame for different six teams. different teams because he's going, well, he's played, for, he's played for them, so he knows the club, like David Unsworth. But then I said to him, so would you have Ryan Giggs at Stoke? And he went, oh, no. No, no. It's like he, he can't have... No. He, so he's going to have a Bobby Charlton, Bobby Moore kind of managerial career, in my opinion, because he just won't get a chance. I just don't think he'll ever get a job. <laughs> Do you think he'll mill around as assistant managers? And, yeah. Unless he decides to... Re- unless he re- decides to go abroad. Or reduce his expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start. You know, start... Start, yeah. mate. You're, you're you're sorted financially for life. You clearly want to do this as a hobby. So like, start low and build your way up. I tell you, you're what, always going to be Ryan Giggs. 
Yeah. So, you know, if, if I was looking at this picture at the weekend and Ryan Giggs was manager, I would actually have no fear. <laughs> yeah. Why Zero is that? Why I is don't that? think because he has that kind of managerial presence. Maybe, I don't know what it is. I think some people just have that, I'd say, X factor about them. You can look at certain players and think if they were to become a manager. I think Steven Gerrard, if he became a coach, people would look at him and go, you, you, might, get be, you might be able to do a job. You know, or um, but did we say the same? Imagine about, Phil Neville. Yeah, or Tony Adams. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's not always imagine bad, if you it? if you saw a lineup, you go, "Who's the manager?" Phil, ne- Phil Neville. Yeah, like, fine. Oh yeah, mate. Put put the kids out. Put the yeah, kids yeah. out. Everyone else, you're day off. The thing with football, the thing with football is, it's always about what you've achieved and what you've done previously. We've seen with Pochettino, what a stick he's getting for not winning any uh, trophies, despite being a very good manager. You know, it's what you've done, and the fact is that Gig has done nothing. So if we were going into this game, Jose Mourinho has done it all. Yeah. He's probably. He's a tactician. Mate. He's, he's a, certainly the best best manager of our generation. Yeah, you know he's done so much. He's a tactician. He knows how to negate other other opposite, uh, opposition's tactics. And it'd be interesting going into Saturday's, uh, Saturday's game. Pochettino uh, has lost more Premier League matches against Jose Mourinho four than yeah. he has versus any other manager. It uh, doesn't surprise me at all because of, uh, <coughs> Mourinho's excellent at. He knows when to play when he's playing a big team. He knows how to, to line up against them, which yeah. he's very good at. Yeah. That's uh, so whereas Pochettino had sussed out Klopp last week because he knew that Klopp would have to attack and his defence was his weakness. Liverpool are rubbish anyway, mate. Oh, I know. Absolutely horrendous. Well, you know they they, they, they battered you. Oh, oh, I can't stand they it. They battered you though. Yeah, but. Oh, I'm not buying now. No, but Liverpool this season. Okay, we drew with Liverpool, but we we Mourinho lined us up in a very defensive manner, which a lot of us disagree with. We want to go out and kick their ass. However, and we didn't play very well either. So our link-up play wasn't very good. Yet Liverpool still couldn't score. You know, I'm thinking. You know, Liverpool had the upper hand for most of that game, and they still couldn't put anything past. Do you know, before the game, we had Statman Dave on, and I said to him, "How do you feel about the fact that we all pretty much know that this is how this game is going to play, and that's how it did play out?" And he was like. I said, does that not make you sad as a Man United fan? And he was like, why? That's the way Man United have always done it. They've done it with Fergie. They play one up front and play that way. But we played, we played sure. a lot better counter-attacking football under Fergie. Yeah. Like, it's very... Like, I remember under Ferguson, we'd be losing 3-1 half-time, and my, my mates would be like, oh, Jamal, you're losing. I'd be like, mate, 4-3. At the end of the game, we're going to win 4 And we would. You just, you know, half-time, something's going to happen. Yeah. And they just... Yeah. A switch flickers, but with this team, half-time, and we were losing, I was like, yeah, we, we're, we're done. Yeah. There isn't a, there isn't an identity to Man United right now. There isn't. There's still there's a bit more fear now. Mourinho's there because people are like, well, Mourinho tends to win everywhere he goes. So people are like, well, United still next couple of years could win the league. But right now, I, you look at United like they have potential, but uh, they, they're still. Yeah. They're, they're... I look at the team at this exact moment in time, and I'm like, I don't buy it. I think yeah. this whole like these guys, it's going to be them and Man City. I see that as a bit of a fallacy. But as you were chatting there, I was thinking. The problem with that is that is, is the loss of Pogba. Yeah, he, not he, having him, he, you probably would have been you you would be in much better firmer footing, and you wouldn't have played as badly as at, at Liverpool and, and those other games. Yeah, he's he's so assertive with the way he plays that he gives people confidence because he's not afraid to take a shot outside the box. He's not afraid to do a flary pass. He's not afraid to switch the play and, and pass a forty yard across the pitch. And when you see someone that does that on the pitch, the other players look and go, well, he's just done that. Well, yeah. I can see one. I'll do it. You know, it, it. It really ignites everybody else. But if everyone else is trying to play it safe and pass it to the side like we're playing rugby, mm. it, you, the game's just boring and dead. It's mm, really, yeah. I think bottom line is one of the top teams, you've got a bit... It sounds like, I don't like saying this phrase, but it's the only way I can kind of get it across. You have to be too good. Yeah. Like Man City, like, Man City are, are currently... They're so OP right now, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I, like, yeah. I, think, I, think, I still think Man United are going to do you? I said it at the beginning of the season. I say it again. Mourinho, he's a, he's proved a, me wrong. 
he's a magician though. Like people always rule out, rule out Mourinho, but then and yet he's always he always tends to be nine times out of ten he gets the last laugh. He's always that is true. You know what I mean? He, everywhere he goes, he wins. Yeah, he, he just does. It's like it's like Ibra. Every club he goes to, he's gonna he's gonna win silverware. Mm. Whether now or later, you know, at the end of it all, you're gonna see him with a medal around his. I neck. think that's gonna be a massive, massive thing for for Man United getting Ibrahimovic back because yeah. Lukaku. He's good, he's but he's a lot of games. Isn't yeah, he? and he's not the Who's kind the of the other option. Exactly, exactly. Well, Rashford, he needs the games. He, I think he need, people need to put more faith into him and allow him to play because when he gets on the pitch, everyone's like, once he gets on the balls, okay, he's going to do something here. He came on and he scored the goal against Huddersfield. I mean, the guy knows where the like the goal is and put him in through the middle. Like, yeah, he's he's, 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 he's one of those players where he's not afraid of anything. He's he's literally just like I'm ready to play. Yeah. Um, right, him. We, we've had a bit of trivia the last few, two weeks. I've got one trivia question. Let us know in the comments if you can get all of these. Um, I'll reveal them in the comments a little bit later down the line. So I'll right. give you guys a chance. I'll give you the obvious one. So this is players who've played for both Man United and Spurs. Well, you give us the obvious one. I'll give you the obvious ones. Like, like, won't get any. Well, I'll give you the obvious ones. Well, like, wait, 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 wait. Because you need these. There's ten. I'll give you the obvious ones. Jack Cole, of course, from 90, the 1930s. Okay. Chris McGrath from oh, yeah. 1977. You know, you remember him. Yeah, I remember him. From yeah. Belfast, the Belfast winger. Yeah. And, uh, and striker Jimmy Brown, of course, from the 1910s. Oh. But what about the others? <laughs> what are the oh, others God. So you Please, I did that now. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Uh, is it Craig Gibson, though? No. Oh, you're what? close with one. You've got the you've got the, you've got the second name right. I've never even first name wrong. Gibson. Gibson. Oh, I can't remember his first Terry. name. Can I not have the Gibson? Terry Gibson is one. Well. Terry Gibson. Terry Gibson. But I, I don't remember. <coughs> Hang on, you. Oh, fuck. oh that was. Fraser Campbell, Teddy Sheringham, Berbatov, Carrick. Um, um, um. You've got to the end of the show. Okay. 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 Can I? I know that. <laughs> you know another one. Go on, Zeki Fries. Zeki Fryers is Zeki one. Fries. Explain who Zeki Fryers is to people who don't know. Uh, Zeki Fryers is a very, 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 very average fullback <laughs> slash centre back who Daniel Levy kind of usurped Ferguson. Basically, we wanted Zeki Fryers. Um, United said, you're not having him unless you pay the tribunal fees that would have been about six million. So he said, all right. So um, he was somehow loaned to Anderlecht or sold to Anderlecht. And then moved. Them. And then Spurs just nicked him for nothing. As it turned out, waste of time. Absolutely waste of time. Because complete rubbish. And if you look at that, the two players that came to Tottenham, Zeki Fryers and Fraser Campbell, and who went to, our, uh, to Man United, Sheringham, Berbatov and Carrick. And that is not fair. And they've been... Are those days dead now? Legendary. Yeah, I think they are. For, for, yeah. for, for, for now. Harry Kane? For okay. now. Man United fans, they've got the money. You cower to United, 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 United could, have the money. United could buy whoever they want, really. No, I mean, not within the realms of financial fair play. It would be hard to buy. Yeah, but, but, but if that wasn't... Without the financial fair play, if they still... They could still... Yeah, oh. 40 million pound fine. Oh, yeah. Pretty much going out of business. Woo! What's maybe rising to 58? Sorry, God, what's going um, United so could two, buy only when so they so wanted, so. but I think they'd find a way around it, wouldn't they? Yeah, but at the same time, United have that kind of stature where if they really want a player, I think they could get them. But at the same time, you know, you've got the Man Cities, you've got the PSGs now, who are I think Man City are that team when you're playing FIFA and you're on career mode, where you the players worth six mil, but you go what? Give them 22. <laughs> you know, the yeah. player's only worth six. But you go, if you give them 22, that'll shut them up twice. Yeah, yeah, Because so uh, I've given them double, I mean, you know, yeah. and a little bit on top to shut the hell up. So City are that, they're that, you know, they're that FIFA game. They are. Um, right, so there's still two that you need to get. Uh, you got to the end of the uh, show. Don't look at him. Right. Fucking cheat. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it out. Right. Well, uh, I was not expecting that. <laughs> no, no, me neither. Um, the new, uh, before we get to uh, Soldiers Lost in Battle, and uh, we're going to talk about Newcastle, which is the Monday night game, Newcastle versus Burnley at Burnley. Um, we gave some cracking stats last week on uh, Sean Dyche and their blocking. Yeah, uh, absolutely cool. incredible. So, yeah, go check that out if you haven't yet. And the new manager bounce. Now, we're getting to November, yeah. which means one thing loads of managers get sacked. Oh, yeah. It's just how it works. My favourite time of the year. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, obviously. Can you, can you imagine, though, though, when you have your team talk in the morning with, with all the players at training and then you're sat by the evening? Can you imagine the players are like, well, what well, happens? Yeah. What happens? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Definitely does. Well, uh, Shakespeare they went in and took a friendly for the like, under-18s or something like that. Did training. Imagine that. Like, he's doing a speech at the end and then there's someone with... Someone look like a blazer. No, just yeah. coming in, you go. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what is it? Yeah, no, you, know, you finish what you do. <laughs> oh wait, is it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. that one guy that nobody sees, but if you do see him, he's the sacking. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. you need to go up there, man. Also, hard knocks. Have you watched hard knocks? It's like it's an NFL thing about uh, the per, the preseason, and so there'll be like seventy guys uh, battling out for fifty-two places on a on an American uh, football team, and there's the guy. There's one guy who, he basically him. goes. You got, you got a minute. Oh. You're gone. It's yeah. over, and they kind of go. Flipping out. That's, that's one guy's job. Can you imagine what that? job satisfaction you get? Some sort of horrible cycle. Yeah. You are the negativity in everyone's life. Well, what, but what happens when he just goes? Oh, no, I'm quite busy actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, you, if busy. you're switched on, you get the you get the locker in the changing room. Mm. That's like the opposite from the door. Yeah. You keep your eye on that door. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you see him, you just like I don't know. You just leg it. Mm. Just get into the toilet, sit in the toilet until he's gone. And just wait, man. And just keep that contract Flipping going. Um, so, yeah, a lot of managers getting the, the sack. If you look at the bottom of the league, it's quite interesting. The, obviously, uh, Crystal Palace, Hodgson's come in, so manager's already gone. Bournemouth, Eddie Howe's hanging in there. Mm. Um, Everton, Coleman's gone. gone. Yeah. Mark Hughes under huge pressure. Slavin Bilic under huge pressure. How is he still at West Ham? Oh, he just beat Spurs, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's on, like, what happens in that game? Did you see, like, because the obvious story is that 2-0 down at half-time... It's the Mickey Mouse Cup, though, isn't it? 
true. Uh, saying that, we, we put out a strong team. Like, of we, course you do, because you didn't win anything. So, really? you know, you, you, you're, you're still trying to win silverware. So, obviously, you're, you're playing out a strong team in any competition. Thanks for coming. <laughs> and then, and uh, so there was that. <laughs> There's, uh, so, we put out a, a team certainly better enough, good enough to, to, to not have what happened happen. We, we, we were 2 0 up without even trying in the first half. Uh, and all I can say is that they had three chances and, and scored them. Right. They showed, Did they, they dominate? Showed, no, no, not at all. We dominated pretty much with the possession of the whole game. It's just what happened is in and around the box, they showed that little bit more fight yeah. and that little bit of desire to get to the ball. And in football, occasionally that's all you need. Do you know what I love about football fans? And I'm guilty of it, we're all guilty of it. Is, you will find the way of spinning it if you need to. Yeah. <laughs> because, right, <when laughs> to make you yourself feel better. Watch West Ham fan TV. The fan camps are, they're joyful. They're mm. brilliant. Mm. But they, most of the interviews are going, what's happened? He's gone, what's happened there? And then he's gone, we all you know him. what's happened. He's, at half time, Slambin, she's gone to them and he's gone, <laughs> you've got to, if you want to save my job, then you need to get out there and do something. <laughs> and as if he's, he probably hasn't done that, has no, he? But he's like, done in all, but it is, uh, there's nothing wrong with us thinking that because yeah. in all of our minds, it's just Mighty Ducks, well, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. just Mighty Ducks. Quack. Quack. Yeah. Quack. Yeah. Oh my God. you got to give every inch. <laughs> Especially Slavon Village doing that in a Croatian accent. But the, the irony of that is that they did do that. They fought for those inches in and around. In and around. Yeah, in and around yeah. the pitch. They got to the ball web where Spurs fans and Spurs players are tuning up. They didn't tr- trace down and West Ham were up for it, ultimately, and that's what won them the game. They fought for every inch. Yeah. What film is that where um, Al Pacino gives that speech? Uh, uh, every, every given Sunday. Every given Sunday. I can't do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> that is an incredible speech. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you look at it and you think that's well dramatic, <laughs> well over the top, isn't it? Do you know what he was saying? Well, the Americans love that, though. Yeah, 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 all over that. In, the, in some walk of life, that must have happened where he's, they, the the leader's gone. I'm going to do this speech, <laughs> and you think because in, in the films, and he's made going, don't don't don't, don't yeah. do this speech. Yeah, exactly. But in the films, you hear a roar and it's cut and. We're out, yeah. but actually, if you did, even if you got the like, yeah, lads, yeah. and then and then it's all right. You still got fifteen minutes. To <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're just sitting there like, okay, great speech. Yeah. Now, um, excuse me, can I get a mask? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like, they all go, yeah, they all run out, and it's then like, slow the ref, the ref's like, mate, <laughs> still got fifteen minutes. Yeah, we do. Get out there. Stay stretched. Do stretches. Do you think that's what happens when you see a team a play a team run out early, way too early? And the manager's blowing his load way too soon. There's another thing with, when players come out. I always think it's quite interesting. If one team does the huddle and the other doesn't, do you think? Oh no, they're more together. Yeah, yeah. they're more. Te- yeah, oh. they're more team based, and they care Shit, about each other. Oh, I would what? go right. I'll get everyone and go. <coughs> Oh, they're doing it as well. Just wait until they've, <laughs> wait until they've finished. Wait until they've finished. <laughs> then we're all going to sprint out in different directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, two. Make sure you hug everyone before yeah. the game starts. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's, yeah, that's that's the con of um, Klopp of Liverpool. He's so charismatic. He does that. He does this, mate. What's he done? We need. He's like, he's like, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, he just hugs his players. We, like, oh my god, he cares about them so much more. We need a Liverpool representative on here quick because <laughs> the Liverpool fans would go mental because we had Statman Dave on the other week. Mate, it's just, well. it's just like Liverpool, I get you. I, I like Klopp. So I'm having fun with What's that to like? He's he's a nice bloke but he's I think he's a fraud I generally I think he's a fraud I don't that could be our headline but (laughs) our title for the uh, I know but I think to myself in the games so far this season when I went to I was in Russia (coughs) at the time Liverpool played in Spartak Moscow Moscow, and Liverpool looked like a Sunday league teammate they couldn't hold the ball for five seconds Sturridge was losing the ball left right and centre 
Matip at the back. Is that his name, Matip? Yeah. He's rubbish. He's <laughs> not, isn't it? Rubbish. They have dominated most of the games. Yeah, but do they? where are they in the league? Like that is we, don't, we don't have to fight the corner. We just okay. say, look, these are his views. These yeah. are my views. Jamel, Jamel, Jamel my older brother's a Liverpool fan. I've got a lot... Of, a lot my, my group chat is, is full of Liverpool fans and Arsenal fans. Yeah. And so I'm... The, and that's I'm, where I hate And there's two Man United <laughs> fans in there, myself and I'm one of my friends. And it's just constant. And I think to myself, you guys haven't won the league in 27 years. And Liverpool fans are always giving them, yeah, but I mean, how many European leagues have you won? Can you imagine if Liverpool won the league? How we would never hear the end of it, ever. Ever. It, oh, it's like Spurs putting on the pressure last season. Can you imagine Spurs winning the league? Yeah, but last year we put the pressure on, this year we won the league. Oh, we wouldn't hear the end of Spurs. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd be quite humble. I, oh, I, please. I, I, oh. No, no, no. Um, He'd get, like, there'd be a trophy on the side of it just tattooed right there I mean yeah. yeah I'd say the worst part of losing to West Ham was I've been, we've been proper giving it on, that, exactly. on, the, on the, the Fighting Cock uh, Twitter channel like from digging out Arsenal like laughing at them for like scraping past Norwich and then obviously it came back yeah, on top you, yeah, there's, yeah, le- there's different uh, levels of banter yeah. and when you've won trophies you, you, could, you have a longevity of banter but yeah, when yeah. you've won nothing yeah. your banter can only go for so long it's like Arsenal fans talking about United and Europa League it's like well mate we were in there but we want it. No, you're in there. You got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you guys That's need to shut up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like um, um, Spurs fans talking about Arsenal winning the league. Arsenal won the league in like ten years, haven't they? So like, yeah, more. Yeah. it might be more than that. So now Spurs have got a bit more leverage because like, you're doing well and they're looking bog average to be honest. So you have a bit more banter leeway. But yeah, I mean, I'll take every inch I can get. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, we can't. Do it's not that. I'm kind of generally. I'm more, well, I've got nothing to fucking go on about. But I think I'll kind of try and stay level and stay out of it. You you take that crumb. Yeah. When Arsenal lose, I when love it. With Arsenal, I definitely would. Yeah. yeah. Because I've had years and years and years and years of abuse. I think so. And, and mental abuse. And I was like, any time I can get at them, I will, I will take it. <laughs> and now it's got to say, so I've had so many years of, of abuse. I understand. It, it feels nothing. Mate, I don't, they make me feel nothing now. Mate, but I get to them. I'm surrounded by Arsenal fans all the bloody time. And all I hear in the group chat is, you know, on the group chat, you put a message in there and you can swipe and see who's read it. Yes. So Arsenal losing. Ha ha ha, you rubbish. I swipe. They've all seen it. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> That's not, That's not, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I've done my job. I've done my you know job. What? Matt, Matt Wilson, the, uh, the owner of Ball Street, he did that last, uh, last week because he put out a comment and Sam from United People's TV, um, sorry, Matt's a Huddersfield fan, uh, he put in a comment and nothing from Sam. Silence. Yeah. And then he just <laughs> read. Sam red. He just Sam red. He's red. That's not a picture of Matt. It's the eyes. It's fine. That's, that's, all, so that's all you need. That's all you need. Um, so, new manager bounce, right? I've, there's been some studies. Mm-hmm. Dummy, dummy, got me evidence here. Because yeah. um, you've got Claude Puel for Leicester City mm. against David Unsworth. Both new managers. Both... Um, both for both uh, teams, you generally feel like there's going to be this bounce. But they're going to collide up in midair, mm. and it'll probably be a draw because they're both getting the bounce. Okay? Gotcha. But more importantly, do you believe in the new manager bounce? I think it's more down to the players. I think because when you when you get on the pitch, the, the, your manager gives you some information before you get on the pitch. And if you like the guy, I'm going to follow what you're saying. Mm. If I don't like you, if you've lost the dressing room, it's like, oh, guys, fuck him. Yeah. You you're huddling, fuck him. Let's do what we do. You know, we, we know how to play for. You know, as soon as he arrives. So, a new manager comes in. The, most of the players think to themselves, well, I do. I like living here. I like this club. So, I'm going to play well. So, hopefully, he doesn't cut me when it's time to cut in players. So, I think players just kind of just crack on and just play a bit better so the manager notices them and sees that oh he's, he's decent you know kind of thing but I think it's more down to the players and how they respond once you've lost the dressing room then and one person's against you and he's talked to the rest of the lads away from the 
training ground. You're done for me. I, I don't believe it's a thing at all. No? I think it's generally people looking for it to happen, and when it does happen, they'll remember that bit. But they won't yeah. remember Roy Hodgson. Or, or they won't. Oh. I know, but they won't remember the that time. Was last week's part. We can't talk about. Yeah. It. Oh, he's Penguin from Batman. Mate. Oh. <laughs> the, the, you won't. You won't. They won't remember the times where it didn't happen because it doesn't suit people's wanting it to believe. Yeah. It's so, bollocks. Yeah. So, a detailed study of the football industry by Nottingham University in 2009 yep. said that some form of shock effect appears to influence the short-term performance of uh, of a team. Mm. Yet the. Um, the efficacy of a di- dismissal strategy for short-term recovery remains poor. So essentially, the idea is that although you probably will do better in that first kind of five games, um, in the long run, your company or your uh, your football team will be worse off for continuing. What, what do they know? They're not, they're not football men. Yeah, but they, they're, they're they're done tw- studies. They're not football men. They're dweebs. This is Brunshoft and Terville. They, are they football men? Have they ever played the game? True. They smell the turf, can they? Do you know what's interesting as well, though? If you, can, if you had, uh, if you're looking at short-term benefit of managerial change and you changed it after 38 games each time, right? right from the, the stats that they had, uh, you could expect more points in the final eight matches than you would in the first eight. Really? Sorry, explain that again. <laughs> you phase out again. Like, no, no, I was listening, but right. I just don't understand what so you're saying. So you're a Spurs fan, it takes me a while yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Thanks again. If you change your manager, uh, if you change your manager every 38 games, right? So at the end of the season? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can expect to get more points in your final eight games than you would in that initial honeymoon period right. where you're supposed to get that Because of that time being that big boost, yeah. yeah. So it's marginal, though. It does say it's marginal. So, But the idea is that Stability overall, if you can get it and find it in the long run, over sixty games, you're going to be, have more points than you would. Uh, yeah, I guess in what, what, how, how ambitious you're going to be as well, and part of wider project, isn't it? So if you if you're sacking because you know you're improving, that's a different thing. Yeah. Whereas if you're sacking, you're forced into that situation. You're probably better off staying with your manager. And of course, yeah, it depends how good the guy is that comes in yeah. as well. It's going to make a difference. But I think if you're doing it again and again and again, yeah, then well, you'd know in Bristol City that. It's quite interesting what you said about the dressing room. If if it's changing again and again and again, then there's no repercussions for turning and against the manager, exactly, isn't it? Exactly, because that's why he's going to be gone the end of the season yeah. anyway. So. But sometimes you need to get to a point where you go, well, no, I have to behave now because it's, he's not going anywhere. It's the mindset, you know I mean? yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting to see who goes, who goes next because November is renowned for it. Yes, it's naughty month. The worst is when... But how long do you reckon a manager needs and how many losses is acceptable for a manager gets sacked? Because... You get you you join a club, and you have a style of play you want to integrate. But you need to obviously assess the players that are there, and then you need to start coaching in your your way of playing. Mm. But obviously, in the beginning, you know you're going to lose a few matches because you're you're trying to create a new style. Mm. But then you're losing maybe one or two. The board don't like it. You're off. But at the same time, how do you expect your team to change and progress if you're not going to give anyone time? Exactly. So it doesn't make sense. You saw it on your phone there. You you were trying to show that, weren't you? Yeah. Pedro Cachena. Has just been sacked by Rangers. Rangers. He came in in uh, March of of this year, so he's then only got so he's got squad I don't want. Yeah, he's come in, been there for a little bit. Then he's got a summer. They bought eight nine players, a lot from Mexico, Mm. some from Portugal. Bruno Alves, uh, you know the star name for them, who's said on record, I would have I've only gone here because of Pedro Cachena. 
and then he's I'm probably saying his name wrong and now it's just that so they've got all these Portuguese players just milling around yeah going, exactly it's, going, it's like you need I'm it's, stuck in Scotland they're, they're football players but they're still people so it's like even when you're playing at grassroots football you've you've put and you've you signed for a new Sunday league team you've met all these new players you still need to play um, together a few times to understand how each other plays and things like you still need to gel yeah. you know like no matter what level you're at you still need to gel so you can bring all these players in but if you don't look at the manager and go well you know what you need a bit of time we'll give you that then mm. what, what, they're expecting some kind of like I don't know fiction mm. out of nowhere winning winning yeah, ways streets I don't understand what, how boards think I, do you know what I think it should be done more is the, the scouting for players now and so Ian Holloway has brought in this uh, guy, Gary Penrice, who's a QPR legend as well. And he's brought him in as a scout and he's taken him around everywhere. It's at Bristol Rovers with him. Um, and he's brought him in because he wants to... The players that he wants, he wants good characters. And, and overall, the character of a player now is such a huge thing mm. as, to, as to why you buy a player or not. Because it's obviously you've got to be a model professional now. They, it'd be interesting to know what does a manager need? How much of it needs to be their character and man management? And how much of it needs to be. <laughs> oh, poor Craig's got a cough. And how much of it needs to be tactical now? Because I don't, what, what makes a good manager is are you better off having 70% brilliance like Klopp's got maybe in man management, but only 30% in tactical, or the, the other way around? I don't know. Ferguson always said that on on any given day, he'd usually have seven or eight players that were up for it, and then the others weren't up for it. But the ones that were up for it, they were able to carry the other ones around them. So that's down to characters, and they were able to maybe lift those that are feeling down yeah, yeah. and get them. And that's through why he had Duncan, Fl- uh, Duncan Fletcher, Darren Fletcher, Fletcher Jason Park, exactly things Bill like Neville. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think yeah, I think character has a lot to do with it because these are they're, they're, at the end of the day they are still people. You're playing. You're playing for a huge amounts of money for a big crowd. You're expected to perform every single week. Mm. We look at these people on TV and think they're gods, or we think that like because they're professionals, they are the most elite. Some of them probably are cracking under pressure. Some of them are like probably anxiety, like fuck again. But this is their job. Yeah. So I feel like maybe we don't we we don't give professional football players enough leeway to maybe um, not be as perfect as we think they are, mm. kind of thing. But I think character is a huge thing. And managers as well, because it might be quite interesting to go, say if a board went, I know he's a good guy, and I know he's diligent, works hard, and he's looking to improve, so he's staying here for five years. What are, you know, I don't care what... I'm going to say that to Fergie or something, because when he first joined United, he wasn't doing well yeah, at all, was that? Yeah. And then he turned it around, so they must have been... Car- yeah, you know, United, United, fans, United fans wanted him out at some yeah, stage. Yeah, big time. Um, right, we're going to get to Soldiers Lost in Battle, which is my favourite part of the podcast. But to kick us off with the music, before I get into mine, I just wanted to ask Jamel a question. Mm-hmm. What's it like being a Southern Man United fan? Um, it's great. It's great. People always ask me, how are you from Bristol but you support Man United? <laughs> <laughs> I think to myself, there's nothing... There's nothing wrong with it. I, 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 I supported Man United primarily to piss off my older brother because he, um, growing up, he's a Liverpool fan. He still is to this day. And when he realised I was getting into football, he was, you just what Liverpool's, aren't you? Yeah, the Reds. And I thought, fuck you. And, uh, so one of the reasons why I supported Man United was to piss him off because I, I did my research and realised that, you know, Liverpool's nemesis is Man United. And then um, I remember watching the um, Bayern Munich um, game against Man United in the Champions League final 
I like these players. I like that guy. That guy's really, really fast. Gigs yeah. kind of thing. So I started picking up on players and things like that. But at the time as well, I didn't realise, oh, you've got a local club. You need to support this local team. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> and to this day, I don't. I, I played for Bristol City. Um, I was on the books of kind of like a part of the Academy Bristol Rivers kind of thing. Don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it must be difficult. No. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Well done. I thought I had him here. Yeah. <laughs> just isn't. It isn't yeah. difficult. It just seems to be that difficult because you to win everything. Fair it's enough. Yeah. Okay. See, I, I, like, I love the fact that you just thought, I don't give a shit. I don't, because you speak to most of my Southern Man United fans and they're like, No, 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 my dad, my dad, my dad made me do it. And no, you've got, you got to do it, dad, and you're just like, I don't give a fuck. They were brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, literally. And I was the piss off my brother initially. Yeah. Because he was every time we, um, I got with, I had the ball and I was going out, run down the stairs. You just Liverpool, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't know what you're doing, mate. Disgust, yeah. Just disgusted. Just, yeah, yeah. Whenever Liverpool... He lives in Canada now, so he's five hours behind. So whenever Liverpool lose, I'm the first one. I'm, I'm ringing <laughs> him. He's five five hours like, ah! <laughs> Watch the highlights, bitch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, um, Smithy from Soccer AM? Yeah. He's a Spurs fan. Yes. And he's got two brothers. One's an Arsenal fan and one's a Chelsea fan. Oh, Lord. Oh! So the Arsenal fan wasn't smart enough to get, the, to get Smithy to be uh, an Arsenal fan he became a Spurs fan and then I guess the other one they just kind of they were both battling and he went well fine fuck, fuck you both I'll go to Chelsea <laughs> yeah. Christmas yeah. must be difficult but I said to him oh well, that must be that must be funny and he was like no it's not it's horrible <laughs> it's absolutely horrible yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad all my brothers all my, I've got five brothers and a dad and we're all Spurs yeah, it's just so much good. easier because we're going through the pain together. They collectively like disappointment. They're yeah, like, you know, let's all hug each other in arms, you know, just ah. It's, it's stoicism. They, they are like, hug each other, like, yeah, we put on the pressure this guy this season. Yeah. Like, you, 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 you <laughs> let's, go buy, let's go buy the DVD and sit there and just ah. It's only one time it's got to be on the pressure. <laughs> yeah, just did. Yeah. Oh, look at yeah. us there. We almost won it, didn't we? But Leicester, <laughs> they were too good this season. <laughs> okay. One day, you're right, I am going to be unbearable. Oh, no, yeah. Do you still want a trophy? <laughs> I don't like this. I don't even like banter. I don't like getting involved in banter. I don't know why it's been put on. Okay, right, uh, it's that time of the show. If you have a sad story, then you need to get it in the comments so that we can read it on the show. Mm. Flav, do you think? Uh, so this is the moment in the show where we honour those uh, who, who, um, who lost an opportunity to go and support the team they love. Maybe a great game, maybe a mediocre game, but mm-hmm. as, as, a, as a football fan, you should always be given the opportunity to go and support the team that you love and not have it cruelly snatched away from you. By your missus. By your missus, uh, by your mum. Yeah. Or your gran. You growl, anybody really. Yeah. Your mister. Your kids. Oh, your mister. Yeah. If it's your kids, then we understand. It's is different. it? Well, is it? I mean, if you're a single parent family, fine. You've got to do your thing. <laughs> Other than that, someone else has got to take responsibility. Or just leave them at home. Right, let's go. Leave them at home. Or leave right. them at home. This is soldiers. Lost it. Out, out. Just, just, I'll know, because mm. my missus has two kids. My daughter's four. Seven so. and nine. What age do you, can you leave them on their own? Oh, uh, well, I don't think my mum's going to like this, but when I was little, my mum used to leave me and my brother. Like, my dad would work. Is she um, a fan of the podcast? Um, no. <laughs> 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 Mum would be, I'm, be fine. And you was alright though. Yeah, it was, yeah, I was, I was fine. Right. It was, it was, uh, it was fine. But sometimes yeah. when we say go down the pub, leave the kids at home. Yeah, yeah, so it's 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 illegal. Is it 12? 12, 8, 10, I don't know. 12? Uh, when I was a kid, I, I used to get home from after secondary school, and, and, and I'd be around. Yeah. Depends on their maturity, though. You know, some kids, you know, they're driving at eight. 
eating yeah. onion and the cooking and stuff. So in the West Country, that happens as well. Kids are tractors and stuff, so driving proper and all that. Yeah, you know, madness. If you've got any parenting tips for Flav, uh, I need let them. Let's know in the comments. I never. I don't even like kids, but I've ended up with two in my life. No, <laughs> I'm only joking. I love them both. <laughs> just, just in case my missus this is, I love you and the kids. Yeah, yeah, she right. uh, I've tried to indoctrinate them because they're from Devizes in uh, in Wiltshire. They literally don't give a shit. <laughs> That's easy then. You just every time it's a birthday or Christmas, you just give them a shirt. Yeah, I've tried. They're literally not interested. I bought right. a boy a scarf. Not interested. It doesn't matter. Let's, let, let's do this. Who wears a scarf? Not even when it's, when it's cold. Do you put on a know, scarf? I don't know kids. I don't know them. Right. Get your yeah. Hashtag parenting tips for Flav. Yeah. Oh, Get them in. Right. Uh, Soldiers lost in battle. Let's do this. The saddest stories in football this week. Kuwait Kadu 5. Soldiers lost in battle. Kuwait in October 2015 was supposed to play Myanmar in a World Cup qualifying match and I was so excited to support my country. The match was to be played at 8pm and I was waiting for the game on TV. The time went past 8pm and the game still hadn't started. It turns out that Kuwait was banned from all international sports starting from the previous day. (laughs) We're still banned to this day. (laughs) Can you imagine you sitting there and you go, what the The Arsenal fan. I was 14 and I believed in Arsene Wenger. We had just lost 5-1 to Liverpool and got smashed at the bridge 6-0. Then after some more terrible results, we were to play Everton at home. Then we lost 3-0. I cried my eyes out and the next day at school, my friends roasted me the entire day straight. Since then, I've never believed in Oh, Chris Atwood. Leighton Orient gave out free season tickets to under-18 fans in 2013, and I was one of the unlucky few to get the ticket. After a spell-banding season, Orient found themselves 2-0 up in the playoff final at half-time. In excitement at half-time, I, brought a pa- I bought a pack of Oreos to enjoy the second half as we ascended into the lofty heights of the championship. 90 minutes later, we lost 3-2 on penalties, with a new owner damning relegation on us for the next two to three seasons. Two out of three seasons. The worst bit, though, was that in the excitement of the match, I dropped that pack of Oreos, (laughs) and uh, they are most likely to this day sitting on the floor of Block 10 at Wembley. Rest well, my friend. I've been in Block 10 at Wembley recently, there's nothing there. (laughs) (laughs) And finally... Addy Jekerman, soldiers lost in battle. On the night my team Spurs beat Inter Milan 3-1 in a historic match, I had to miss this game, take my girlfriend out for an anniversary dinner. Oh, bore off. After dinner, she broke up with me. <gasps> what? Perfect music, <laughs> She wow. So hang on a minute. What the fuck? She she made him miss this what game against Italy. And I can't tell you how big that game was at the time because we were flying in Milan with the champions of Europe. She lets her him she makes him take a dinner him out to dinner, then breaks, breaks up, up with him. Wow. What Do you know what? You know what? He probably paid yeah. for it as well. 
Absolutely. He probably did. did. What a yeah. bitch. You're, you're right. better off out, mate. You're better off out. And I'm, I hope Karma has served her well. That, yeah, that's me disgusting. Too. On her wedding that he just doesn't show up, you know. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what a game that was. Wow. Van der Vaart. He, he, he absolutely yeah. annihilated Inter Milan that night. Bale, he- you are not helping Bale, the guy. This is the, this is the taxi to Micron. Micron at the time was considered the best right back in the world. And Bale... Ended destroyed him yeah. like it took his soul that was the season Bale kind of just flourished isn't yeah. it? kind of just became oh. everything he needed to be don't want to talk about Bale so that was Soldiers Lost in Battle please please get your stories of the saddest thing that's that happened to you that was fantastic please football. send more in uh, yeah those were brilliant but we need more to go through that each week mm-hmm. so get them in the comments below um, download Fan League get involved in the league get involved in Jamel 15's league as well uh, the link is in the description and yeah Look for my name, James Alcott. Two L's, two T's. Yeah. And add me as a friend. I get a friend. You get a league to, to play in. And we yeah. have a chat on Saturdays. And, 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 well, and I know you, you might be listening to this and watching it and just think, yeah, I can't be bothered. Do it. Because, like I said last week, it still disappears. <laughs> it still disappears. <laughs> it works. Come on, then. Yeah, exactly. It all disappears if you don't download it and start playing with us. Um, we're also going to do one last video about um, Mr. Ozil and if he's a good fit for Man United with Jamel. That's going to be on the Fan League YouTube channel. So go over there, check that out, like that video, and subscribe to that channel as well. Mm. Jamel, where can they find you, mate? You can find me at Jamel15, that's J E M E L, then O N E F I V E. I had to think for a second there. Mm. <laughs> I think you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the best player for hashtag, if, hashtag you know? Jamel15. After you. There's only me there. <laughs> wow. You're carrying them. What a star. Incredible team player. See, it's not how tough it is to be a manager. Imagine him in it. I know, bloody hell, man. Jesus. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Subscribe to it on iTunes as well. Leave a rating as well, because that does us uh, no harm whatsoever. Uh, subscribe to Ball Street. We will see you next week for another One for the Weekend podcast. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.